1: Good evening and welcome to Contending for the Faith. We are the cutting-edge Christian apologetic ministry addressing the issues and challenges facing today's church. We are live, live for the next hour with your host, Bay Area pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. My name is Jim Clark. Happy Thanksgiving! Tonight, we are going to do something a little bit different from the trivia questions of the Bible, since Thanksgiving is right around the corner. We are going to give you an opportunity to share with us what you are thankful for. But before that, Dr. Buckner is going to give you some statistical facts and benefits that we can experience in our life when we are thankful. For we are not just contending for the faith, but we are
2: thankful for the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Dr. Buckner, how are you doing tonight? Brother Jim, I'm truly blessed, and thank you so much for that uh, introduction, and thank you for joining uh, with us uh, tonight uh, for Contending for the Faith, and we want to thank uh, Brother money also for being in the studio with us tonight as well. He's going to say a few things a little bit uh, later on. But um, we uh, know from the Word of God, it tells us in First Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 18, First Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 18, it says, "...in everything give thanks." For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Now, that's a very powerful point there, that um, we are to give uh, thanks uh, to God in Christ for everything. That means the good, bad, and the ugly. And a lot of times we just want to give God thanks for uh, the blessings. We want to thank God for the good things that happen in our life. But we need to remember Romans 8 and 28, all things work together for good to them that love God and to them that are called according to his purpose. There is a purpose in everything that we go through, but we need to be thankful. And if you were to do a study of um, Romans chapter 1, and I want you to make a note of this, of Romans chapter 1, you know it talks about how people uh, got so debase in their sin and their wickedness that uh, God gave them up to a reprobate mind. But one key thing that uh, is said in there, that they became uh, unthankful. Uh, And I I really do believe that that is the beginning of all sins, is that we are not thankful and we're not humble about what we have. We always want to um, thank God for what we have, but we don't thank God for what we don't have, and, you know, and we need to thank God for what we don't have as well, because uh, God has a purpose. Just like a father uh, doesn't give his kids everything that they want, God looks over us that way and uh, treating us the same way. But we need to remember, be thankful in everything. Why? Because this is the will of God. This is what it says in First Thessalonians 5 and 18. This is the will of God that you thank God for everything that you go through. And it fits into what uh, the great uh, preacher one time said, Donald Gray Bornhaus, Dr. Donald Gray house he one time said, there's nothing that could pass through our lives unless it first passes through the will of God. It's hard to thank God. When you're sick with some type of real bad illness, uh, or you know you're on your deathbed, or you go through a uh, brutal uh, divorce, or you go through problems with your kids, you go through problems in life, um, you have a death in the family. The Bible tells us in 1 Thessalonians 5 and 18 that thank God in everything. This is the will of God. Even if your children are going through some things. Physical ailments. Thank God for that because there's a purpose in everything that we go through. Now, I want to share with you before we get into our uh, time where you can call in and just uh, uh, share about what you're thankful for. I'm going to uh, talk to you about being, blessings are proven statistically in being thankful. Blessings are proven statistically in being thankful. Now, let me kind of give you some the statistics revealed on this fact. Uh, number one, if you have food in the refrigerator, clothes on your back, a roof overhead, and a place to sleep, you are richer than 75% of the world. You are richer than 75% of the world. That's a pretty heavy statistic right there. Now, notice how I'm using all of these words, if. Secondly, if you have money in the bank, in your wallet, and spare change someplace, you're among the top 8% of the world's wealthy. That's a pretty interesting point. 8% of the world's wealthy. Number three. If, notice the word if, if you woke up this morning with more health than illness, you are more blessed than 1.1 millions who will not live through this week. 1.1 millions who will not live through this week. Pretty heavy statistic. Number four if you have never experienced the danger of battle, loneliness of imprisonment, the agony of torture, or the pains of starvation, you are ahead of 2 billion people in the world. 2 billion people in the world. What a statistic. Number five, if you have attended church meetings Without fear of harassment, arrest, torture, or even death, you are more blessed than 4 billion in the world. 4 billion in the world. If you attend church meetings without fear of harassment, arrest, torture, or death, you are more blessed than 4 billion in the world. Boy, those are some statistics that is profound. Now, I want to say this in conclusion. About what uh being thankful will bring scientifically proven benefits of thankfulness, I want to talk about uh maybe uh, eight of these points here. number one uh being thankful opens the door to more relationships. It's just something about being thankful, just open up the door to more relationships because, you know, there's a lot of people that have the gift of complaint, and nobody wants to be around a person that's complaining all the time, bickering all the time, angry and bitter. They're more into being bitter than better. And you destroy relationships that way, but when you uh, are thankful and you have a humble attitude and being thankful for what you have and what you don't have, It opens up the door to more relationships. Secondly, being thankful improves physical health, and it also improves spiritual health, being thankful. Because the Bible talks a lot about that, you know, being thankful will improve uh, things going on inside you internally and externally, You know, being thankful, that's number two. Number three, being thankful improves psychological health. It improves psychological health. Now, these are things scientifically proven, but biblically proven as well, you know, because, you know, the Bible talks about, I believe, uh, I think it's in Isaiah 26 and 3, I believe, uh, thou will keep... Thee in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusts in thee. God will give you that perfect peace and that psychological health because it tells us also in Philippians 4 be anxious for nothing, but in all things through prayer and supplication and thanksgiving, make your requests known unto God, and the peace of God that passes all understanding will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. You know, it gives us that that, that psychological health and that mental health that takes us a long way. So that's number three. Number four, being thankful enhances uh, empathy and reduces aggression. It enhances empathy and reduces aggression, you know, because we get hyper, we get out of control. But when we're thankful, we just start to trust God and we just start to give it to God. And and we just start to not be aggressive, but we start to be humble and uh, faithful, you know. And number five, being uh, thankful improves emotional health, you know, because we need that emotional health as well, uh, you know, because... Being thankful gets us into the Word of God, and the Word of God controls our emotions because when you're not being thankful and humble and led by the Spirit of God, then your emotions should get out of control. Uh, Number six, being thankful helps. This is scientifically proven. Being thankful helps people to sleep better, even sleep better at night. The reason why the wicked cannot rest and sleep well, and even the righteous, because we haven't gotten into a spirit of thankfulness and just being thankful. Thank the Lord in the morning. Thank the Lord in the afternoon. Thank the Lord in the evening. Thank the Lord for the good, bad, and the ugly. Because you got to remember Romans 8 and 28, God has a purpose in everything that you go through. So thank Him for everything, you know. And then you'll have a your attitude. Now, listen to this. Your attitude will determine your altitude, how high you go. But your attitude also can determine your latitude, how low you go. You know, so you got to have a right attitude, and that will help you to sleep better. You know, a lot of people just they lose sleep. You know, think about people like Michael Jackson. You think about Prince. You think about famous people. One of the things that brings on their addiction is that they don't have the peace of God and they can't rest. And they start taking all these medications to try to find sleep. They crave sleep. They go after sleep. They worship sleep and they worship pills that will put them to sleep. And yet, the greatest pill that you can take is uh, the Word of God, the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will give you self-control, and he will help you to rest, and and the Holy Spirit will give you that peace of God from a troubled mind. Uh, Number seven, being thankful improves self-worth and self-esteem, and it also brings self-control. And we know that this comes from Galatians 5 and 22. You know, Holy Spirit is the one that gives you the self-control, esteem and self-control because he's the one that controls you. But when you're thankful, the Holy spirit will empower you to have the self esteem, self worth and self-control. And then the number eight Uh, say this number eight. And lastly, um, being thankful increases mental strength and physical strength. You know, being thankful improves mental strength and physical strength. And we need all of that. You know, the grace of God is the thing that gives us strength in the midst of our weaknesses. That's what Paul talked about in Second Corinthians 12. When I'm weak, that's when I'm strong because the sufficient grace of God. Well, we trust that this information has helped you tonight, and this is a good way to be thankful. We have so much to be thankful for. Even in the midst of all of this stuff in the air, looks like fog all over the place, but it's, it's worse than fog. But I want to give you an acronym for the stuff in the air that looks like fog and all this stuff that's getting into people's system. And no, just remember this. When you think about fog, an acronym I want to give you, F stands for focus, O, on, and G, God. Focus, when you see that stuff in the air, Focus on God. That gets you through the fog of life. It gets you through all the stuff in the air, all the things. Focus on God and thank God for the what you're experiencing. In the, even in the sky, people are complaining. Yeah, you should. You don't know, complain because you want to see better weather. But th- have you thanked God for that? Because God has a purpose even in that. It's making people uh, stay home, and it's making them think and pray. Is making some people uh, thanking God that, you know, uh, that things could be worse because it could be worse. You could be in some of these hurricanes. You can be in New York where people are snowed out. It can be a lot worse. Thank the Lord for what you're experiencing in the skies because it says First Thessalonians 5 and 18 says, thank the Lord in all things, it's the will of God. If you go outside and you look in the sky when everybody got these masks on their face and you look up in the sky and you say, oh, thank you, Lord, for what's going on in the air, people will think you sick and they'll think you're ready for happy deal. They'll think you're ready for the funny form. But you say, no, I'm just remembering First Thessalonians 5 and 18. It says, thank the Lord in all things, for this is the will of God. Thank God. If I had a thousand tongues, I couldn't thank him enough for his goodness, mercy, and grace. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches. Brother Jim. Oh, it's good to be thankful. And right now, that music means
1: that we have some sponsors going to give you a message that you want to hear. And we'd like to hear from you after this break. Welcome back to Contending for the Faith. My name is Jim Clark. I'm in the studio with Dr. Jerry L. Buckner and Bomani. And we are... uh, We are taking your calls, but before we get to that, we want to begin by thanking everyone who has been praying for Contending for the Faith. Without your diligent prayers and financial donations, we would never have been on the air for so long. We also want to thank all of those who gave over the last two weeks, Barbara and Gary, Alfred, Jackie, Gail, Mary June, Sandra, Diane and Ronald, and Bridget. We want to remind everyone that it costs us $400 per week for us to keep this program on. The holiday season is uh, is given is a time when uh, radio ministries fall behind. People get caught up in the holidays and use their money for other things. We want to remind you that by being faithful in your giving to Contending for the Faith, as of right now, we need a total of $547 to be caught up to today. There are two ways you can donate. Uh, you can send a check or money order to Contending for the Faith at P.O. Box 553 Tiburon, California, 94920. Or you can do the convenient thing, which is to go onto your computer and to the website contendingfaith.org. That's contendingfaith.org. And click on the Donate button. That makes it so, so easy. All right. Dr. Buckner, I think that it's time to go to calls, and I think we have a caller that you may know. Okay.
2: Let's uh, let's go to Delaney. Hello there, Delaney. How are you doing?
3: Good. How are you?
2: Oh, we're truly blessed. This is my granddaughter from Houston, Texas, calling all the way from Houston, Texas. How's the family doing there?
3: They're good. We miss you and Granny and everybody else up there.
2: Well, we miss you guys as well, Uh, hoping to uh, reunite sometime in the near future. And uh, what's on your heart tonight? What makes you call all the way from Houston, Texas? (laughs)
3: Um... Well, first, I want to, with the Thanksgiving coming up, I just want to say that I'm thankful to be able to call in tonight and thankful for um, God waking me up every morning to see a beautiful day. Um, Thankful for my family and just thankful that I'm able to still be here and live each day to the fullest with you all.
2: All right. What a beautiful list of uh, thankfulness uh, and prayer. Uh, You know, it's been a while since we've heard from you, and I hope that you call in more often. But it's always a joy and a blessing to hear from my granddaughter, and uh, I'm glad that uh, you called in and shared. I know you're breaking the ice right now because some other people are going to be calling in and sharing what they're thankful for and do You have any prayer requests that we can pray for you with?
3: Um, I just want prayer to help that I keep continuing to do good in school, and prayer for my family, and um, prayer for my grandparents to be okay each day. And yeah.
2: Very good. Well, we are uh, thankful and to have a studio with us, Brother Bomani. And he's a beautiful brother in the Lord, and loves the Lord. We uh, broke some bread together today, and and we're just so thankful to have Bo Money in the studio. How are you doing, Bomani? Oh, I'm doing well. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Well, we're gonna hear from you a little bit later on, but we're gonna ask yeah. you to pray for uh, my uh, our granddaughter Delaney and uh, lift her up around these prayer requests. Amen. Thank amen.
0: You uh Lord God, we just come before you right now. you know thank you that uh you uh you know called upon uh Delaney from all the way from Houston Texas to call in to the radio program to her grandfather uh we just want to pray you know for her schooling you know that she does well in school and uh continues to just um uh get the get the education that she needs and that uh you know all the obstacles can be removed from her in that area. pray for her family, you know that everyone's okay out there. Uh, and you know, she wanted to pray for her grandparents' health, Lord. And we just thank you for her uh, thinking about her grandparents. You know, a lot of young people these days, you know, don't have the wherewithal to to think about the older gener, the you know, older generation and the people that brought them here and things like that. And It's a blessing to hear that. And so we just thank you for her, and we just lift
2: all her prayers up in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, brother Bo. Appreciate amen. that prayer. Thank you, Delaney, for you. Uh, calling in, and uh, God bless you, and tell the family I said hello and give them our love.
3: Yes, sir,
2: I will. All righty. Well, you take care, and God Thank bless you. you. Bye-bye. God
3: bless you, too. Bye bye.
2: Love you. Isn't that's, that wonderful? That's got to be pretty cool for you. Oh, <laughs> it, it blesses my heart. You know, somebody's told me, they said, God is blessing the, the labor of your work, not only uh, with your immediate family, but even your grandchildren. And mm-hmm. this is an example of it right there, but it really blesses my heart. And and people just in the southern states, just, yes, sir. Yes, that, ma'am. You think she's able that. to
1: listen to the show out there online or something? You yes, think she's able
2: did? to listen to it online. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Uh, isn't that's that great. wonderful?
1: Yeah. <laughs> and it's a two-hour difference. Is it past her bedtime now? Uh. I'm guessing so. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, young people now, they stay... Up a lot later. Oh, now. tell me about it. My <laughs> daughter, you know, I go to bed and the light in her room still on. And what's up with that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All yeah. right. Well, I guess we'll move on to the next caller. Oh, look, we have Rick. All right, brother Rick. Rick, brother how, Rick how are you doing?
4: I am blessed. I am. Uh, I I got the favor of the Lord. It's God's grace that keeps me going. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say those encouraging words tonight. I just I keep thinking I keep thinking about what we sing in church. And that came on my heart tonight. Yes, and it's good to hear your granddaughter.
2: Yes, and, and you know,
4: and I've had the pleasure—I've been blessed to see her grow.
2: Amen. Because I was just ready to say that—that that you know Delaney and you've been around her as she's grown up, and uh, I appreciate my you sharing and that. Uncle to her. Mm-hmm. Yes, and. Uh,
4: and she, she, she's come, she's coming. She's going to become a real. She's going to become a real godly woman.
2: Amen. Amen. And what's on your heart tonight? Do you have a question? I've
4: got, got an interesting subject to get into.
2: Uh-huh.
4: This is, out of the, uh, pa- this is out of the passage of one of the shortest books in the Bible, 2 okay. John okay. 10. hmm And we're talking about uh, how we deal with false teachers when they come to our home. Or, I mean, because the, the context of this passage, I believe, it's not only dealing with our home, but also in this case it's a house church. Mm-hmm. So how do, we ha- how do we handle false teachers when they come
2: to visit us? Well, that's a, say- good, that's a good question. Uh, I think, let me say this from two perspectives. Um, uh, one is that um, a lot of people have isogeted this passage of Scripture in 2 John 10. If there come anyone, if there come any unto you, and bring not this doctrine, receive him not unto your house neither bid him God speed. <clears throat> now uh the word Godspeed simply means uh don't even say God bless you. I mean a lot of times to unbelievers we say God bless you but when it says don't even say Godspeed, speed, that means don't even say God bless you because he can't bless them unless they turn to Jesus. That's the bottom line. But the uh, John is writing to the elect lady, uh, and this was apparently her um, her house, uh, and it was a, a house that uh, they had services, um, and they were meeting. But what was happening was that false teachers were infiltrating into these homes and bringing false doctrine. And so this is why she's this is why John is writing and saying, if anyone come unto you and bring not this doctrine, receive them not into your house, neither bid them God speed. So he's saying, don't bring them into the church and allow them to teach false teaching. Now, there are people, uh, there are pastors and they and there are uh, Christians who take this passage here for the house to mean the house literally, and that's not what it means here. If you were to look at 1 Corinthians 16 and 19 and Colossians 4 and 15, and uh, you'll see in, in Romans 16 and 5, you'll see that it mentions over and over the church that is in their house. So the early church couldn't meet in synagogues. They couldn't meet uh, in... Um, you know, public buildings. They had to meet in homes because they were being persecuted, they were being killed. There was a pastor one time, uh, he's passed on now, uh, there was a revival, and he got up in front of uh, the people at the revival, and I was sitting next to him, and he uh, quoted this scripture, and he simply said uh, that if anyone comes to your house uh, that's like Jehovah's Witnesses and cults, you are not to let them in because Second John 10 says that. And then after the service was over with, I uh, told him, I said, do you know what the house means there? He says, yes, it, it, it means literally your house. I said, no, that means the church. He was rebuking uh, the elect lady for allowing anyone to come into the church bringing a false teaching. Now, uh, so a lot of people isolate the scripture. Now the question: uh, How are we to deal with people when they come to our homes? We're to deal with them the same way the early church did. The the early church witnessed to everybody they got their hands on. Uh, they evangelized. They didn't become secret agents and undercover agents. They were salt and light. And that's what we are to be a salt and light. We are to infiltrate the world, engage, and become the salt as a preservative, become the light in the midst of the darkness. And we are to witness because Matthew 28 says, Go into all the world and preach the gospels. When the Jehovah's Witnesses come to our door, and Mormons or anyone else, they are seeking to evangelize us to get to us but they are mission, we are they are a mission on our doorstep this is the greatest opportunity for us to witness to them and present Jesus Christ and the thing that we need to stick with is Jesus Christ stick with him because Jesus said i will make if you give them the truth i will make them free with that truth and so we are to share our testimony Our testimony should be uh, a three-part testimony, what God has done in the past, present, and future. We need to share. That's what the blind man did in, in John 9. He says, I was blind, but now I see. He talked about his testimony in the past. I was blind. In the present, I can see. And then he continued to talk about Jesus in the future. Our testimony is the greatest witness that we can give to the world in sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ, and we are to do that. And God has not given us a spirit of fear, but love, power, and a sound mind. So uh, this is a, a serious passage here, uh, but uh, a lot of people ask the question, what does God speak me? You know, in the midst of witnessing, in the midst of dealing with people that are not witnessing to, you're not just to say, well, God bless you. You can say, I'm praying for you. But you're not supposed to say, God bless you because he can only bless those who are really doing his will. You know, that's where the blessings come from. So hopefully that has uh, helped to shed some additional light. That's a very good question that you brought tonight. And and,
4: and, and, it brings memories of the experiences uh, that uh, I had the chance to share. mm -hmm. Because, uh, yeah, there are many times, um, I I think one of the greatest blessings is that when when we develop our biblical literacy, when somebody when somebody like that knocks at our door, we're prepared to engage instead of run.
2: That's right. We're, and,
4: mm-hmm. and and I think the uh, and, and I think the saddest thing we see is that we see too many we see too many of our brothers and sisters run from the battle.
2: Yeah, and then another thing that we need to keep in mind is that this is the thing that revolutionized my life in terms of witnessing. Uh, not only that, that Jesus commands us to do it. But there was a passage in um, Ezekiel 33, 8 and 9 that revolutionized my life. And I want to encourage everybody to write that down, Ezekiel 33, 8 and 9. And it says, If you don't warn the wicked to turn from his way, and that wicked man dies in his iniquity, his blood will I require of thee. Nevertheless, if you warn the wicked to turn from his way, and he turns not, you have delivered your own soul. So God is simply saying, Everybody that we neglect to witness to, and they die in their sins, one day we're going to be held accountable for their blood being upon us. I don't want that to happen. So I'm going to try to share the gospel with every opportunity that I get. And there are three ways that we can share the gospel, right? I'm going to say this, and then we'll get your prayer uh, request. Three ways that we can share the gospel. Um, And this starts with three L's, with um, our love, life, and lips. Love, life, and lips. Okay, do we have enough time to pray for Brother Rick? Okay, we will take a break, and then what we're going to do is come back, and then we're going to hear your prayer requests and pray for you. All right, Great. well, Brother
1: <clears throat> you know, I was going to mention that that opportunity to witness to the cult at the doorstep is limited, because once they figure out that you're not, you're a Christian, they won't come anymore. All right, Well, <laughs> we would like to hear from you after this break. <laughs> Welcome back to Contending for the Faith. My name is Jim Clark, and we are having, I say we, Dr. Buckner and Bomani, Bo and I, having a great discussion with Rick, including talking about the cults and things that we're thankful of. Not the cults, by the way. We're uh, we're just thankful about being saved, that's for sure. But we want to get back to our call with Rick, because I think he's probably got some prayer requests. Rick, are you there?
4: Uh, yes, I'm here.
2: Yeah, before we get to uh, the prayer requests, Rick, I just want to say, uh, I mentioned to Jim that when he had said that, you know, uh, regarding uh, the cults, that they won't come back, and I and and in most cases that is true, and I was letting I him know. know, and I was letting him know that uh, we can never uh, limit the Holy Spirit in the sense that uh, we never know what the Holy Spirit will do. I've had friends who have um, been staked out. There's always a trainer and a trainee, and uh, we always focus on the trainee because they're not as brainwashed. But I've had friends tell me that they have focused on the trainee presenting Jesus as God uh, from a Christological standpoint, and then lo and behold, many, many years later, uh, or a year later, they get a knock on the door, and then all of a sudden somebody says, you know what, Uh, I came to know the Lord because of that. Or, as Paul says, uh, one uh, planted and that's what that's what he did he planted mm-hmm. and then uh, the others behind him watered and then God gave the increase and so somebody sometimes may not come to your doorstep but they can get saved and totally down the road we just never know and uh, that's what happened with the Jehovah's Witness that Walter Martin witnessed to uh, Ted Denture he was involved with the witnesses for thirty years, and uh, Walter Martin gave him a, a comparison of Scripture of uh, Hebrews one and uh, six. Uh, when he bringeth in the first begotten into the world, he commanded all the angels to worship him. I'm just saying this by memory, and then he said, "Who is that?" And uh, he said that he told Ted Denture, "That's Jesus." And then he linked that with Matthew 4 and Luke 4, when Jesus said the only one to worship Worship. is God. And then so he put the two together, and Ted Denture could not rest. And here's a guy that was involved with it for 30 years, and then he ended up writing a book, How I Left the Watchtower After 30 Years in the Movement. We just never know what the power of God can do and and how he's going to do it. But he can open up eyes and ears, and we always trust him on that. And really, and
4: really, to tell the truth, that, that, that that's really, my story could be described like that too. Somebody shared with me, I had to see mm-hmm. many prayed for me, and and the Holy Spirit, in the meantime was doing His work.
2: Amen, amen. Well, let's get to your prayer request. What do, what did you have on your heart? And we're going to have. Uh, right.
4: Yeah, I'm just uh, praying that I that, that I endure some some Parkinson's moments. I pray for my visit with the uh people with with the prosthesis. And, and and just pray just pray pray that I start to start progressing forward health-wise.
2: Amen. Because we miss yeah. you. We miss you and we're hoping to get you back in ministry, but we know God has a timing for all of that. Uh, yeah,
4: just keep just keep me just give me the strength to just give me the strength to endure.
2: Amen. We can have brother Bo to lift this prayer request uh, up as well brother Paul.
0: Yeah, thank you Lord for brother Rick. Um always been a faithful brother ever since I've known him. Um you know, I just we just ask that you would just uh be with him, you know, during his um you know, his time in his time of need which is now Lord and you know, and dealing with his parkinsons and uh, and um you know, getting a new prosthesis and things like that. Lord, We just thank you that he's still seeking you and uh lifting you up and and uh you know seeks to get back into the studio to continue to help uh people out um uh, other Christians out into just getting back into this into church and just doing the things that he loves to do lord and just be able to get around just help him um just with his health health overall lord and, um you know help his mind body and spirit you know we just thank you that he doesn't have to deal as much with the um with the um Infections anymore on his foot, Lord. We just thank you for letting him, you know, just get a be able to get a prosthesis, Lord. We just help him to, to, um, uh, help him to, you know, get used to that and help him to, to, to adapt to that and to be able to just, um, you know, get back on his feet, like we say. And Lord, we just ask that you would just, you know, heal his mind, heal his body, heal his spirit, Lord. Just keep him in good spirits, help him to, you know, just continue to lift him up, continue to help have people around him. Uh, help him out and uh, things like that lord and we just thank you for for you know uh,
2: his spirit as well in jesus name amen amen thank you brother bo we know that you're a prayer warrior so we like to call on you to
4: uh, just appreciate the time you've you've ministered to me too bomani
2: amen thank you You
4: you and say hello to the rest of your family
2: i will thank you very much all right brother rick god bless you and uh take care of you as well and so we appreciate your uh, your call in and your and your great question as well. God bless. All right, All right.
1: All right. Uh, well, I've got a,
2: uh, a something I
1: just wanted to enter in here. I okay. was watching this uh, this guy since we were talking about Jehovah's Witnesses and the cult, uh A video where he was approaching a table where he had some Jehovah's Witnesses. They were from a Russian congregation. They were, uh, but they spoke English. And he came up and started talking to them, and he said, uh, he said to them, did you know that Jesus, if Jesus is not if just an angel, then, then did you know that Jesus said that he would, he would raise himself from the dead? And they looked at him like he was nuts. You know, he's like, well, what are you talking about? And so he said, John you know, 2.19 and 21. Where where the Jews had said to him, what sign do you show us for for doing these things? And Jesus answered them, destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. And the Jews said, it has taken us 46 years to build this temple, and you will raise it up in three days. But he was speaking about the temple of his body. And uh, so therefore Jesus did say that he would raise himself, since he was talking about his own body there. How can he raise himself if he was not God? And
2: uh, amen. Yes, that's a that's a very uh, powerful scripture right there. And they had no response to that at all. No, they have no response. And then when you throw in there uh, Romans eight and eleven, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit raising from the dead, and then the Father Galatians one and one, and then you throw those uh, three persons doing it. You got yourself the Trinity. Yes, with Mm -hmm. uh, Acts 17 uh, and 30 and 31, where it says, And God raised him from the dead. Mm -hmm. So you got God raised him from the dead, but yet you have the Trinity, each person, distinct person in the Trinity doing that. Right. So that's uh, very, very powerful. So thank you for bringing that out. And so we uh, uh, want to get to CC, but we want to just remind people again that uh, we won't be in the studio next week uh, because this – The uh, Christmas time and Thanksgiving time is one of the most busiest time for all of us, and we have things going on and engagements and family events and all of that, and then we want to be with our families for Thanksgiving as well. But we will be back the first uh, uh, Saturday in December, but we want to just let you know that uh, we won't be back, but we want to tell people to step up because even though we're not here, we still have to pay for uh, the programs that are on every Saturday, even though we're not here. So you know, Jim quoted that uh, we got uh, uh, how much was that uh, five hundred and what was that? Yeah,
1: five hundred and something. It was uh yeah, it was five hundred and some
2: change. I can't see yeah. it on right here now, but yeah, and 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 some. So we want to forty-seven. Tell people, yeah, yeah, we want to tell encourage people to do it. Now we're going to get to CC. Thank you, CC, for your patience, and I want to let people know. Uh, When you hear CeCe, don't think that CeCe is in the studio. Uh, It's Bo Money in the studio, and CeCe is calling from outside the studio. They both sound just alike, so we just want to make sure that we take the fusion out of confusion. (laughs) That's right, that's right.
0: Hey brother Cece (laughs) All right, CeCe, are you there?
2: We are not connected yet. Uh Cece, are you there? There we go. CeCe? Yeah. Hello, Cece. Yeah,
5: hello.
2: How you doing there, my brother?
5: And how you doing?
2: We are truly blessed. Did you hear my comment just a few minutes ago?
5: Uh yes, yes, yes I did. Yes,
2: yes. I just wanted to make some clarification that you're 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 not in the studio. It's about money. So, but you guys sound <laughs> sound so much alike. We're just anxious to meet you, so we can see if you guys look alike. Amen.
5: know
2: That. Mm. Hmm. All right. So uh, you know what? Uh, let's do this because I know it'll take up a, some time going over that scripture that you're gonna you're supposed to cover. But let's do this uh, tonight because I want to really hear from your heart about. Uh, what you got out of some of the things I said tonight, and then also uh, share with us uh, what you are thankful for and how God has blessed you through the years and uh, what has gotten you to the place where you are uh, truly thankful. So uh, maybe we can uh, spend some time with that. So you want to share with us what you got out of uh, what was said tonight?
5: Well, yeah, I, I mean, I, first of all, I really appreciate that message because I was talking to a friend earlier this week and I thought about a lot of things I've been complaining about. And I, then I started, I told my friend, I was like, well, I'm really thankful. I said, at least I got a roof over my head. I still got food to eat. I said, you know, I, I said the same thing. I said, I'm in good health right now. So, you know, you know um, I still have my youth. I mean, it's always, it was a lot of things that, it, that um, I was telling my friend as we was discussing, even though when I'm going through it, those things keep me going because I know it could be a lot worse. And you know, even when I find myself when you when you said those things, it really resonated with me because that was, was that was being spoken to my heart when I found myself complaining. And then when I complain, I always always find myself thankful. And then a lot of times when I find myself complaining. I actually um, after I get through thanking God, i was like, well, I don't got much to complain for. I'd be like, well, you know, I, I, like I thank for my mom is, who's still here now. You know, there's a lot of people who don't have their mothers. You know, and it's a blessing, you know. If you have your family and your friends, it's a blessing. If God saves you, so, like you said. It's a blessing if you woke up in the morning. I think about that too because it's not the alarm. Make, i, don't, I don't believe in that alarm clocks woke you up, or you know, you got up on your own. It's, it's God. He, he wakes you up, you know. And so I'm just I'm just thankful. I'm just thankful for that, you know, all, all those things that that He's done for me. And I'm even thankful for this ministry. That he's led me to listen to, you know, with you guys, Brother Bamani, all you guys on the studio, Brick. I mean, it's been a a really blessing, a real blessing to me because this is my highlight for my Saturday. A lot of other people highlight, you know, who are not walking with the Lord is like, they're going to, I want to go to the club, I want to drink, I want to hang out, you know, and a lot of people I know do that. And, um, that's, this is my highlight for the Saturday, you know? You know, I I get my hair cut and then I, I, I I wait for contentment for the favor. I'm looking at the clock hour after hour. So the program comes on, because I know I'm no longer be blessed, I know I'm no longer hear from the Lord. And the thing is, I know that you guys are all walking with Him, and it's not just you guys are good teachers, but your guys' hearts are right, and you have a compassion, which is the attribute of Jesus because He had compassion.
2: Wow, you know what? Uh, we are spiritually dumbfounded just by the encouraging mm-hmm. words that you've said, and especially saying that this is your highlight I mean this is just touching and you brought out some good points around what you're thankful for but just it's so true you know uh, people your age are out there painting the town but you're uh listening and being blessed by a program that is uh blessing your heart and you look forward to it and uh getting prepared for it uh what what a blessing uh, Bo, money. You have anything to give some feedback and Jim around uh, what my brother uh, CC is saying, and maybe we'll keep you on CC, and then we'll be have some dialogue here, and maybe Bo, you can feedback off of what CC said, and then tell us what you're thankful for, and then we'll go to Jim and have him talk about what he's thankful for, and then uh, CC, if you have anything you want to interject, just re- re- acting like you're in the studio with us, so. Go
0: ahead, uh, yeah. brother CC. I mean, uh, brother Bomani. Yes, sir. Yeah. Well, brother CC, it's always it's always good to hear from you for sure. Um, you know, um, I, in my opinion, you have a calling in the ministry, in some ministry. You know, and I think that when we in the barrier hear you on the radio, we it you know you bless all of us with your insight and the way you take notes and the way you just you know provide the feedback. So I would definitely encourage you to uh, look uh, further into that if you haven't already. Um, but um, as for me, um, you know, a lot of things that Brother Cece said, I'm thankful for those things as well. Health, uh, family, you know, my wife, four kids. Um, you know, it's uh, I'm just really thankful to to be able to have a have a job to where I can uh, take care of of the, my, my little ones. You know, to see a smile on their face when they can get some new shoes or something like that is really a blessing. You know, um, just to be able to provide for them. You know, it's really really encouraging. Uh, and just, uh, just you know, being free, you know, being being having the freedom of uh, being in the United States is is it's is easy to take that for granted. Uh, we can worship Christ without worrying about getting killed, getting harassed, and things like that. So those are just a few of the things that I'm thankful for.
1: Yeah,
2: very good, very mm. good. Thank you so much, Brother Bo, for that. Thank well, you. that's
1: awesome. In fact, let me take my notes back over here. <laughs> and, uh, because uh, I wrote all that did, stuff did. down <laughs> <laughs> earlier. I was, I was peeking. I was peeking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I, uh, I, I would all I could say right now is that for when you love the Lord, you want to be with His family, right? And and you guys are all family, including you, Cece. We're all family. We're Amen. all going to be in eternity together, and and that's I love to to, to reflect on that because that's the thing I'm most um, thankful about. Uh, I really you know when you Of course, that's the big thing that we're thankful about is is being able to have all that. But, you know, in the end, uh, there's a lot of earthly things to be thankful about, too. And you've listed a whole bunch of them. Well, all right. Right. I think that music means we are at the end of another exciting broadcast. And uh, so please keep us in your prayers until next week at this time when, once again, we give you the opportunity to ask questions, make comments, and dialogue with Dr. Buckner, always with one purpose in mind, to equip, exhort and better enable you to contend for the faith.